So welcome to this last session in the East and East Central European Seminar um, series um, this term. Um, it's a pleasure to introduce to you today um, Dr. Alessandro Milani, who um, works on um, Eastern European history with particular emphasis on church history, as I understand it, and more generally um, institutions, and has a wide background in historical research and scholarship, um, including um, particular training in uh, archival um, methods and um, documentation, um, apart from his more uh, specific interest in Eastern European history and the, uh, the role of the church. I understand that Alessandro was also here um, in Oxford already uh, earlier in the academic year in Michelin's term. As, a, um, um, as an associate, um, senior research associate at the uh, Modern European History Research Center. Um, and since I understand, um, um, Alessandro has moved to the um, Ecole des Hautes Etudes en Sciences Sociales in, um, in, 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 in Paris, um, from where he has um, joined us uh, today. So thanks a lot for coming over to talk to us about his ongoing research. Um, on the Second Polish Republic between 1923 and the uh, Second World War. Various aspects of the history of the Second Polish Republic are part of Alessandro's research, uh, but he's going to talk to us about one particular aspect of it today, namely um, two opposed Catholic nationalisms, Ukrainian Galicians in the Second Polish um, Republic. Okay. So um, it's all to Thanks again. Thank you very much, Jan. Well, First of all, this intervention aims to emphasize the role of the, the two Catholic clergies in consolidating two opposite nationalisms, i.e. that of uh, the Polish statehood and that of, uh, let's say, of the Ukrainian statehood. But this, um, this way to define uh, the latter uh, sends a bit, uh, let's say, a bit uh, incomplete as uh, the Ukrainian Galician were, were never able to merge uh, the Ukrainian nation as a whole. First of all, let me draw up some, uh, some elements, some geographical and historical uh, elements to better understand the context of Galicia, formerly a um, multicultural Austro-Hungarian province where the aforementioned ethnicity represented around 80% of the total population, of which around 75% were ethnic Ukrainians. However, for most of its history, Polish overwhelmed both culturally and politically Ukrainian Galicians, as this region was part of the Polish-Lithuanian Commonwealth, and specifically under, under Polish rule, which uh, led uh, Ukrainians to be subjugated for centuries. Well, and uh, we can say that after the first partition of uh, Polish-Lithuanian uh, Commonwealth, uh, Galician, uh, Ukrainian Galician enjoyed uh, uh, a relative freedom and uh, they were able to develop uh, self-awareness <coughs> of their identity thanks uh, to the Habsburg uh, rule, rule who, uh, according to their divide et impera uh, policy, tried to, to boost 
to this sentiment against against the, the, the Polish awareness. And in this way they try to counterbalance the, this problem of ethnicity within the Austro-Hungarian context. After World War I and its turbulent aftermath, the region became part, so to say, of interwar or interwar Poland that is to say, the Second Polish Republic. Well, that's uh, quite strange because, uh, well, Warsaw was able to win against uh, Kiev the uh, Ukrainian-Polish war uh, to, to obtain the control over, over Eastern Galicia, but, uh, well, there was a, um, a gap between uh, 1990, 1919, when uh, Poles won against the uh, Ukrainian, and uh, 1923, when uh, the um, League of Nations acknowledged to Warsaw its right to its uh, sovereignty over, over Galicia. In this uh, uh, light, it seems worth it to recall and uh, to emphasize the particular nature, the particular multicultural nature of this region, as it could be seen as a case study to understand the assimilation attempt uh, held by Polish government against its uh, minorities, especially after after Poland enlargement enlargement eastward. I mean, when uh, after winning um, a conflict against the Soviet Union, they uh, Warsaw was able to uh, obtain some eastern territories such as Volhynia and, and so on, uh, which were full of uh, ethnic minorities, uh, and many of them were uh, Ukrainians. Unlike the rest of these ethnicities, Ukrainian Galician, as we have said, uh, as we have recalled before, Ukrainian Galicians had developed, have developed this uh, appreciable awareness of their identity, which was rooted on a confessional basis. And uh, uh, in this slide, we will try to uh, we will try to emphasize this rule of confessionalism and of priests uh, in uh, in boosting uh, uh, a Polish uh, a Polish sentiment throughout uh, this uh, this nation, throughout this uh, newly reunited reunited uh, nation, and uh, uh, the the rule. Let's say the antagonistic rule of the Ukrainian clergy to survive the idea of a Ukrainian national, uh, Ukrainian Catholic identity within uh, within uh, the Second Polish Republic. First of all, uh, beforehand, to say it better, it seems worth to recall that uh, Poles were of Latin rite and uh, Ukrainians were of Greek rite. To say it better, they were of a Slavic Byzantine rite, based on Kievian roots, so they were Slavic, Slavic Orthodox school, then became Greek Catholic after the Union of Brest-Litovsk and so on. That said, I think it's important to recall, as we don't have so much time, to recall three aspects. The attempt held by the National Democrats, uh, then in power in Warsaw, to, uh, let's say, to, to assimilate uh, their Eastern minorities, 
in this uh, Ukraine and uh, Galician played an important role and uh, the cooperation of the Latin uh, uh, Catholic hierarchy to, to do so. First of all, um, one of the aspects was that of the, the idea of, of uh, splitting the, uh, arch, the Latin archdiocese uh, of uh, Lviv because it was too large to meet uh, the needs of, uh, their of, uh, of its flock. In fact, uh, Lviv, uh, the Latin archdiocese of Lviv, oversaw a territory where some, uh, some uh, Latin rite colonies were scattered in the eastern part of eastern Galicia. And this was in some way a, a local example of a wider problem about the organization of the diocese of eastern, Pro, uh, of eastern Poland. Dimmed uh, too big or unmanageable as a result of the Polish border after the uh, Soviet-Polish uh, war, which artificially divided and uh, deprived uh, uh, a lot of uh, flocks uh, of their communion with their natural bishop. In the specific case, uh, the Polish government asked many times the, through the Vatican representative, who was uh, uh, Achilleratti, who then became a pope just in, the, in 1921, so shortly afterwards became the, the pope with the name became pope with the name uh, bearing the name of uh, Pius XI, uh, and uh, uh, they debated uh, both. Uh, they supported, I mean, both uh, Polish government and the and the and the clergy and the, and the episcopate supported uh, a new diocese within. Um, Eastern Galicia. The main problem was that of uh, um, fi finding uh, um, a sea for this new diocese, and this led to conflicts between the uh, National Democrats and the uh, Latin clergy, as the former uh, tried to uh, support the cause of uh, Tarnopol, who was a kind of uh, Polish Iceland close to um, Soviet border, to uh, Polish-Soviet border, whilst uh, the um, Polish Episcopate tried to support uh, the sea of uh, Stanislaviv, and, uh, which was uh, westward, and uh, was mainly inhabited by Ukrainians. Uh, why do uh, uh, Episcopate do so? Why did the Episcopate do so? Uh, because uh, Stanislaviv was already the see of a uh, um, Greek uh, right bishop, and the, in this way they tried to, they found it, uh, uh, let's say, less problematic to interact with their Greek part uh, counterpart in case uh, in case of. Uh, in case of contrast, in case of uh, turmoils between uh, uh, Ukrainian and Poles within the would-be uh, new uh, diocese. Uh, however, it was uh, perhaps uh, this, uh, let's say, this uh, misunderstanding or this uh, quarrel between the secular and the religious power that uh, 
between the National Democrats and uh, Bilchevsky and his successor Tverdowski, not to mention protest of the Greek right Metropolitan Sheptitsky to the Holy See, that led uh, the Holy Father, uh, then uh, Pius XI, not to fulfill uh, the requests of the uh, both the Pol Polish Episcopate and the Polish government in uh, creating this uh, new, new diocese of, of Stanislaviv or, or Tarnopol. This, car this problem, these uh, issues, wasn't really resolved uh, since uh, the, Concord the 1925 concordate between uh, Poland, uh, the interwar Poland and the Holy See, where the, um, the idea of this uh, new diocese wasn't retained by the Holy See and uh, um, the archdiocese of uh, Lviv wasn't split as requested by uh, its archbishops. Uh, another problem was that of the um, Greek rite uh, eparchy or diocese, but, um, it should be more precise to say eparchy, the Greek Catholic eparchy of Lutsk. Lutsk was uh, the capital of Volhynia, which was uh, a region who shifted from, uh, from uh, Russian control to, um, to Poland after, after, the, after the Soviet-Polish war. This, uh, this region, Vol um, this uh, region, I mean uh, Volhynia, and uh, in particular its, uh, its main city, Lutsk, uh, was uh, extremely interesting on, uh, let's say, on ethnic aims. As, uh, it, was, uh, it was divided between, uh, between Poles and Ukrainians. However, in this territory, uh, both uh, Poles and uh, Ukrainians were uh, less uh, aware of their identity. I mean, Poles uh, were identified as such because they were Catholic of Latin rites, whereas uh, Ukrainians uh, or uh, even Belarusians did not have any specific identity. Well, they speak, uh, we are, we can say that they spoke um, an, a Ukrainian-like uh, dialect, but they belong to, for example, to um, Orthodox Church after they, they had been conquered by Russian Empire. And, and during, uh, during Russian tenure, they weren't able to, to develop uh, um, a, strong, a strong national and strong national commitment. That's why um, Polish government found it necessary and fundamental to boost a missionary campaign from Latin Rite Catholic Church in that reason, so as to polonize these people, as to as to to drive these people to uh, to Polish uh, to Polish ideals to make them Poles. And that's why they, uh, uh, the National Democrat government insisted over Apostolic Nuncio and, uh, and the Episcopate, and the Latin Episcopate, 
not to uh, recreate the um, the ancient Greek Catholic bishoprics, bishopric of Lutsk. Uh, beforehand, one should say that uh, the the quarrel started just. Uh, after the World War, after World War One, when uh, Metropolitan uh, Sheptitsky entrusted uh, this uh, this uh, this territory to to a bishop who was secretly consecrated by himself, uh, his uh, secretary Botsian. But Botsian was never able to perform as bishop of Lutsk, as uh, both uh, the Polish both Polish government and uh, the Episcopate of Poland protested to the Holy See not to recognize uh, Bishop Botzin as such. There was a, there was a, an issue over that because uh, Metropolitan Sheptitsky, being uh, the chief of his rights, of his uh, Greek Catholic right, was able to uh, create new to consecrate new bishop without uh, any specific authorization from the Holy See and that's that's why uh, the that's also why uh, the um, Greek the Ukrainian Greek Catholic Church uh, could be seen as a particular as a particular church as a sui iuris uh, uh, church and uh, uh, Metropolitan Sheptitsky was uh, was uh, indeed uh, authorized to do so, but uh, it seemed that the um, political situation wasn't, uh, um, let's say, wasn't uh, wasn't favorable to let him to fully display of of his powers. That's why uh, Metropolitan Sheptitsky quarreled a lot with, uh, with the Holy See and uh, the Congregation for Oriental Churches, which is uh, the Curial uh, Dicastery uh, that, um, that oversees uh, these uh, this particular churches, uh, not to confirm uh, the, um, um, the consecration of Bishop Botzin as a Bishop of Lutsk. The Holy See, um, through uh, the Pope himself, Pius XI, and his Apostolic Nuncio in Poland, and his immediate successor as Apostolic Nuncio in Poland, uh, Lauri, managed to uh, remove Botzian as a bishop, of, as a Greek Catholic bishop of Lutsk, and uh, suggested him to accept the rule of accept of uh, auxiliary bishop uh, of. Uh, of the metropolitan of the Greek Catholic Metropolitan uh, as an auxiliary bishop of uh, Sheptitsky, but they reserved uh, a, a kind of a, a with a C in uh, Lutsk. Obviously, this uh, this solution was uh, was rejected by by Polish government, who uh, attempted again to uh, to delay the. Uh, this uh, this Greek Catholic uh, uh, diocese, and uh, let's say that uh, till Pilsudski coup d'état in 1926, nobody was able to perform uh, as a Greek Catholic bishop of Lutsk. The situation 
improved after after Pilsudski could attack uh, as uh, Pilsudski tried to establish new relation with uh, Eastern minorities and uh, especially with uh, Greek uh, Cath with uh, Ukrainian Greek Catholics who were seen as uh, as important allies in order to to contrast uh, to contrast Bolshevism and its uh, propaganda coming from the Soviet border. So, in this slide, uh, we can say that uh, Pilsudski tried to establish a new a new Eastern policy and tried to involve uh, uh, Ukrainian Galicia in his uh, in his uh, idea of statehood in his uh, so to say con confederalism unless he wasn't uh, fully able to fully perform that after 1926 and after after Pilsudski leave in uh, 1936 let's say that Poland found again a reason to um, to fight against its eastern minorities and uh, and uh, Ukrainian Ukrainian Galicians were persecuted again. So to draft a conclusion on this specific topic, uh, no official uh, no official prelate was able to perform as Greek Catholic Bishop of Lutsk. Just uh, during Pilsudski's um, coup d'état, Sheptitsky was able to name an, a new apostolic vicar to Volinia and uh, uh, Eastern, uh, to let's say to Eastern, uh, to East, to Volinia, and uh, but um, some, of, but the, the last of them, Bratsian, wasn't uh, in uh, who was who was named. Uh, apostolic vicar for Eastern, for Volinia was uh, was killed by by by, by the Poles uh, and uh, after after several months of uh, imprisonment uh, for anti-Polish activities. Another idea to uh, contrast uh, um, to contrast Greek Catholic missionary aims was that uh, was the new union. Was a kind was an an extremely original attempt to convert either um, Ukrainians or Belarusians population of eastern uh, living along uh, Poland's eastern border to Catholicism, and this uh, let's say this uh, methodology this uh, this. Uh, Way of converting this this population was was uh, was in was extremely original because uh, um, in this case po Polish bishops tried to to create spiritual diocese in the eastern part of Poland and they they tried to involve Orthodox priests who asked to convert to Catholicism. Uh, they in their missionary activity. This uh, this aim was double-folded. In uh, in a way, uh, Latin bishops tried to catrail um, their Greek Catholic fellow bishops from missionary 
activities uh, outside uh, Eastern Galicia. In another way, a Polish bishop invented a new, a new union, a new way to involve uh, this, uh, this uh, orthodox, uh, this, uh, this new Catholic proselytes into Catholic Church by preserving their, their, uh, their rights. And indeed, uh, this population were, weren't asked to give up their, um, their liturgical uses, and, their, uh, and uh, instead, Polish bi uh, hierarchy tried to emphasize uh, aspects of uh, um, their rights, of their, uh, of their some peculiar aspects of their of their liturgy in order in order to both curtail them from Greek Catholic Church and from uh, and from uh, from Orthodox Church, but this this attempt wasn't successful because uh, unless Albert the Holy See uh, saw it with favor and uh, uh, Pius XI himself uh, emphasized and favored this these issues this be ritual this be ritual uh, religious um, religious policy that said the the, the polish um, polish government wasn't wasn't interested in developing such uh, missionary activities as uh, especially national democrats and to some extent uh, their their Pilsudski's successors weren't able to see in it a way to to polonize uh, these people these people and that's why they did not support uh, this uh, this uh, this uh, this new union uh, new union uh, was uh, was uh, let's say was was um, held by um, by Polish bishop between uh, 1923 and well officially till 1939 till the end of interwar Poland but uh, uh, it wasn't successful for many aspects uh, some of, the, of them were under were afore underlined but uh, let's say that the leadership of this new union shifted during uh, Pilsudski coup d'etat from uh, the Latin Rite Catholic Church to the Ukrainian Catholic Church. So as uh, the apostolic visitor for territories outside Eastern Galicia was, uh, was able to, uh, to oversee this uh, neo-unionist uh, uh, till uh, 19, uh, 1939 at least uh, officially. Unofficially, uh, apostolic visitors of Greek rite were forbade to perform uh, their duties after 1939. That's why these attempts uh, were, uh, these attempts to carry, to carry up uh, um, such a new union were unsuccessful. To uh, draft a conclusion, one can s say that uh, the rule of Polish and Ukrainian Catholic priests uh, was very similar in their respective society. The, however, while the former had become uh, an integral part and uh, a, a visible part of a state, of a confessional state, and uh, 
uh, Latin Rite Catholicism could be seen as a kind of ideological glue of the newly reunited Poland, the latter, I mean the Greek Catholic priests, uh, especially after Polish-Ukrainian war, let's say they became the center of a somehow uh, antagonistic Ukrainian-Galician identity, who failed, who failed to unite uh, a nation and yet represented an alternative side. The prejudice, let's say that one could argue that even neo union failed to to create to create uh, to to polonize in a in a different way um, both uh, Galician Ukrainians and uh, and Ukrainians and Belarusians from uh, Volinian or other reasons, but uh, it was seen as a both as a as an attempt to curtail them from. Uh, from Galician influence, but, but also to preserve their, their identities. And uh, in this case, uh, one can, can say, to draw this conclusion, that all, all these uh, attempts, uh, though original, though unattended, were a failure for, for preserving, uh, for preserving uh, uh, Ukrainians and Belarusians as such. And uh, the leading Eastern policy was uh, in Poland was was that of assimilating all this population after 1935. I guess. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Thank you very much.